Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM. The fan. Oh, <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, it's not so much of a beautiful day in the neighborhood today here in southeastern Wisconsin. We got the winds blowing, we got the rain coming. Oh, boy, just a nasty day. Good day to stay inside and watch TV or something. But anyway, good morning, folks. Thanks for joining us. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. And, of course, we have Christian Jaskulski on the boards. As usual, bad knee and all. He's here with his crutches today. Anyway, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, just give us a call at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Well, beautiful day this morning, huh, Danny? <laughs> crutches are for wussies. <laughs> And now, I, all I, my I life, knew, I knew it. All I my, knew you guys were going to start. Listen, listen, go ahead. Uh, go you ahead. know, like as a kid, think about this, Tom. When you were a kid in high school, there were times when I'd, sco- I'd sprain my ankle. I mean, my ankle would s- swell up to the size of a, uh, you know, softball, you know, back when I was a, a football star at Green Bay Preble. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. you'd go to the doctor and they'd x ray it. And then. <laughs> then they'd say, well, wrap it, ice, uh, whatever. Rub ace, a little dirt on it. You'd walk get, it you'd off. Wrap an ace, you'd, you'd wrap a, a real crappy ace bandage around it, one of those old brown ones. And mm-hmm. then they'd maybe say, well, here's some crutches. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever used those crutches. You know, I think I was given crutches once, and I came home, and I, you know, I, I walked from the car to my house, and I threw those down. I, I'm not going to. You just limped around school for a couple of weeks. Rubbed a little dirt on it. Yep. Now, you wouldn't believe the number of kids. I say this because in the high schools now, you'll see kids in goddamn wheelchairs. Oh, Jesus. And crutches. Okay. And it's like they want to milk it out as much as possible. Hey, look at me. I'm on crutches, you know. Well, crutch- and, and not just guys trying to get sympathy from girls, right? It's it's the girls. It's like, hey, you know. And, and, and a kid will scratch themselves. I, I'll be in a class. And they'll come up, and and I, I'm, if I don't have my cheater glasses on, I can't see the wound because it's so minuscule. I Can I go to the nurse to get a bandage? I scratch uh, my finger on a locker. Uh, and I'll that... say, do you want me to call Flight for Life? Uh, <laughs> all right. Now, that, there's a difference. A I say, <laughs> and this is funny. One time I had one of a kid, he, one of my favorite students, John, he looked at the other kid 
And he was a real funny kid. He looked at the other kid and goes, suck it up, rub a little dirt on it, is what he said. <laughs> yeah. and, and I always <laughs> liked that one. After you went on your long, long journey of that, of, of, so I'm saying, but, you guys, yeah, yeah, I'm not, your generation is soft. Okay, I, what, there's a difference between a little baby cut that you get from a locker and a torn meniscus, what I'm probably going to end up dealing with and I have to get surgery on, Okay, unfortunately. You don't even play football anymore, so how did you tear your meniscus? I know how he did it. <sighs> you, on you, Water Street, stumbling out at 2.30 no, a.m., No, buddy? I, I relived the glory days when I was he in... Was, he was rounding first base. Yeah, okay, it was, yeah. <laughs> Remember, remember when I was in Nashville and I wasn't here for a coaching clinic, and then I was playing flag football. Don't remember, we didn't miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I made that up. I was playing kickball and I rounded first base. So, so you were you were down there in Nashville and uh... no, no, no. It was on Wednesday night, rounding first base, playing kickball, and he re-aggravated. You know what? Re-aggravated. You know what? Wow. You know what? My worst. One of my worst injuries in my life was playing kickball about, oh, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago. It was a April, like this time of year, mm-hmm. and they had uh, Carly's Pub against the waterfront out in Pewaukee. Oh, and it's okay. at that one whatever park right down yeah. from the musky shop. Yeah. And anyway, I had done deadlifts the night be- the day before where I did like, you know, 275 pounds for 20 reps or something crazy. So my hamstrings were tight as it was. So I showed up there after three hours of sleep and started playing, and I twinged a hamstring the first time I went up there and ran around the bases, and it was really hurting. So then I sat down, and I stretched, and I took six Advils and slammed three beers. And I thought, feel good. That'll do it. Feel good. (laughs) Hamstring's good, man. Ready to go. (laughs) So I was going from second to third, and I popped that hamstring. Oh, my God. I tore it. It turned black from my butt, all butt, left butt cheek all the way down to my ankle. I right. mean, it was black, oh, and dude. I was limping bad. And he was assuming calling me a wussy here. He's got a torn hamstring. But I didn't, got a get, tor- I didn't need crutches all there. Well, you know, I went to the doctor. I was scared I'd have like a clot go to my lung or something. Yeah. He says, yeah, well, you tore it really good. and uh, But it, it healed up. So, but I had an excuse, Jazz. I was an old guy at the time, and I'd been deadlifting the day before. What's, You're a young guy. All right. You should not. All right, all listen, right, all right. If all you right. guys trained as hard as well. we did back in the day at Green Bay Preble, <laughs> you'd be in great shape. You would not. You'd strengthen your connective tissue, and you would not be tearing meniscuses. But well. my problem was, is I didn't have Bubba to train with. Well, yeah, you know, that's what for, I used to do. I'd put Bubba yeah. on my back and walk up the hill three times. And, well, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> Crutches are a Talk pain in the butt for you. World's strongest man had nothing on me. You know, crutches are a pain in the butt. What? I, I mean, crutches are a pain in the butt to Actually, try to Actually, they use. hurt the armpit more than oh, anything. Oh, I know. That's they're why terrible. I, they're yeah. terrible. But they're, I think kids like it. Well, you know what my worst injury was? I mean, I've broken bones. I've had stitches, all that stuff. My worst one was playing hardball, baseball, and playing sh- uh, shortstop and had a hot grounder coming to me. And, you know... Back when you're playing on the the public lots and that, they weren't the you couldn't really predict the the trajectory of the, yeah, the, the ricochet ground, of the ball yeah, off the, the ground. ground. The grounds weren't real pristine. Let's put it that way. Smooth. There were stones in them and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Rip. And that thing, I I I bend down. I got my glove down on the ground. And that thing takes a hop, and it was a hot one coming at me. Hit me right between my eyeball and my nose, right in and cheek, right right in the face. 
That felt good, huh? Holy crap. Yeah, my face, I had a black eye. My nose was broke over on the side. My I thought I broke my cheekbone, too. And it was just a big swollen mess, you know? And ever since then, when a ground ball was coming at me, I'd get down and I'd turn my, <laughs> turn my body like <laughs> I, I didn't want to get in front of it again. Well, ever, I always kind of <laughs> wondered why you're, you got that divot in your nose where it looks a little crooked there. Tom. No, I got a divot down in my chin. Was that from the same? No, no, another, no. That was from a, guy hit probably me. a fight. Your guy hit me and he had, a, he had a ring on. Oh, really? And, and it must have had, like, it had like little points on it or something. Really? Right, got you right in the chin. Right, right there in that a point on the ring or something. I used to have a ring that was uh, a wolf's head ring, yeah. and the ears stuck out. So there are a lot of people walking around with wolf head freaking <laughs> stamps on their faces from your redneck days, huh? Okay. But, yeah, that uh, you know that that's the one thing about baseball. I give these guys a lot of – I mean, all sports. I, I give the people who play sports a lot of credit. It's not easy to do all that stuff. But those baseball guys, when you got those hot grounders coming to you and you're laying down and your your head is fully exposed, if that ball takes a bad jump, oh man. And then and guys hitting, they get they who was that one guy who took one to the face? And he was a, he was a great home run hitter. He was Cap, new in the league. Uh, Cap something. It was a C. Was I remember he was Florida. on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, and he took a fastball to the He face. never was the oh, same again. Oh man. I'm telling you, that's Ooh. Well, now, now, uh, now, even Brett Favre's coming out talking about football, and he says if if concussions are measured in how many times you know you see stars yeah, ringing yeah, in your yeah, ears, he's he's he at hundreds. A, he said maybe thousands. He, <laughs> you know, and I've I've had, you know, they say any concussion is bad. I had one as a kid where I was I got hit with a wooden sled in my head going down a sled hill. And next thing you know, I was home seeing double, blurry, mm -hmm. throwing up like crazy. Mom didn't worry about it. She put a thing on my. She put a, a like a. She grab a washcloth. This was this was back the old <laughs> medical technology. Yeah. They they wouldn't rush you nowadays. Oh my God, they'd be they would be sending Johnny off to this at the first sign of vomiting. They'd be sending Johnny off to the emergency room. Uh, but she'd put a washcloth with a couple ice cubes in it and put it on my head. And I remember she was wearing a polka-dotted covered blouse, which really freaked me out because I wasn't sure whether the polka dots were real or not. But I was throwing up like crazy. Because you were seeing polka dots. <laughs> the, the other time you talk about getting hit in the head, oh. I was in uh, college, and I was watching a softball game, and I was talking to this really hot-looking girl at the time. Of course she was. Sing, little, hey, single man. Short little blonde. I was just setting up a date for a banquet, and uh, uh, somebody missed the throw at first base, and the softball hit me full full speed right in the temple. Oh. And it hit me where, next thing you know, my head is down by my knees, and I'm standing up, and another buddy of mine said, dude, your eyes were like bouncing back yeah. and forth cross-eyed. I was in the dorm all night long throwing up for that mm. one. I mean, I the, I got back to the dorm. The headache was hitting me. I had a bad concussion a there. Yeah, I was, was I was down one. for the count for 24 hours one. with that one. So, which means I've, I'm going to be having. And that's why you are the way you are. I'm going to be forgetting <laughs> a lot of stuff real, real quick. 
Welcome to my world. Hey, I've got to remind everybody, or I just want to tell everybody that today, from the se- in the seven o'clock hour, we have Lori Scherf coming in, and Lori is uh, she's an angler of some renown, and she's also a hunter, hunts all kinds of stuff. No, she's very good at what she does. And she's going to be giving us some turkey tips because turkey season's right around the corner. And she had a great trip, she says, to Kentucky for muskie. I mean, today is a day I wouldn't want to be out fishing, that's for sure, or hunting. It's just a nasty day. Okay, now we got to talk but... about something, Bean, as you keep telling everybody to stay inside. No, well, We're supposed to be <laughs> no, promoting yeah. the kids' fishing clinics today. Oh, that's oh, the day. Oh, yeah, that's right. So anyway, oh, no, if anybody, kids. now I talked to Ted. He's yeah. one of the big, big wigs at Lunkers. I talked to Ted last night. Ted said... They are going on as scheduled. At least that's what he told mm-hmm. me at 6 o'clock last night at Park Avenue Pizza. Um, but if they're not going on, maybe someone can give us a call at 799-1250. Otherwise, they're at Brown Deer and uh, the Deneen, Greenfield, mm-hmm. yeah. McCarty, McGovern, Mitchell, Oak Creek Parkway and Mill Road, Scout Lake, uh, Sheridan, Washington, Casiasco. And uh, reg- in in Washington County, Regner, and uh, let's see, Foxbrook Park. They, these are in uh, Waukesha, Waukesha County, I think, in Muskego Park. And they're from 9. They're, you don't need to register. They're free. You show up with the kids. They go over safety and equipment use, fish identification, fishing techniques, knot tying. Uh, some locations have fish cleaning and cooking demonstrations. And they're taught by members of the local fishing clubs. Young children must be accompanied by an adult. Now, they run on the hour. The clinics begin at 9 with the last one starting at 2. And, uh, again, there's uh, equipment provided. They do have a... Yeah, and they, they get the kids get to go fishing, too. Yeah, they're, yeah. here's a... They're stopped. Whether it's going or not, I don't know. But here's a phone number if you want to call either uh, 414-382-7923. Or 414-263-8494. The Wisconsin DNR website, you could Google that, too, and get get these numbers. So maybe there's someone you can call and wake up and find out whether it's going on today. Well, hopefully that wind dies down for them a little bit and it's not raining so hard. So anyway, we got to go to a quick break, folks. It's all fishing, all hunting all the time here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. Hey, you recognize that? I used to sing that for their opener. Mm-hmm. Yes, little known fact about me. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. Questions, comments, hate mail, fishing reports, <laughs> hunting reports. You got a tree in your driveway? Call us, the tree removing specialist. Yeah, right. <laughs> a tree in your driveway? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. One Get fell the- down. A, a <laughs> big limb fell down over here. A tree, over a by tree Mike. In your driveway. From- what is wrong? Well, top- <laughs> that's so funny. You know, Listen, I, could, I, could, I couldn't even help with that anymore. I, I even s- do some marriage counseling on the side. Yeah. I Dan sold- Bush, I wealthy s- single straight white landowner from Douglas <laughs> County. Teacher, one more, one more guide, time. What radio it- show host, writer. What is that? What is that opening again? Service and uh, slash marriage counselor. What's the opening again? Single man counselor. from 
home, single man homeowner from Douglas County. Single wealthy straight landowner. From Got Douglas it. County. Single wealthy straight homeowner. Once in a from while, Douglas I throw County. in white, white, but yeah. everybody in Douglas County is white. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess the city is superior. <laughs> the farms out there. Well, uh, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't even help with a tree in a driveway because I sold my chainsaw. I don't need it anymore. Really? Yeah, I sold it. You I sold the chainsaw. Yeah, I don't need it anymore. You know, I think, isn't a chainsaw something every man should have? For part of their life, yeah. I mean, if you got trees you know, around. I, I haven't lived a full life, Tom, because I've never owned a chainsaw. But if yeah. I did, I'd get a Poulan. Yeah. It's or a good still? One. Is that there, a good one? There's a number of good ones. John Deere. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, you go out to Dave's Turf and Marine, uh, one mile east of Watertown on Highway 16, and they got all kinds of chainsaws out there. So, yeah. Anyway, well, Dave's Turf and Marine has everything out there. Yeah, they got what you need for. Uh, I mean, that's why they call it turf and, and, marine. and marine. Yeah, both. Yeah, they got them both. Yeah. Um, so anyway, fishing clinics. We haven't heard anything yet whether those are going on. But nope. Tom, I am very, um, very excited. Uh, have you been getting your fishing gear ready for the spring? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I just bought, well, I just, it's coming on. I ordered a Plano soft pack. Yep. It's where you can put a bunch of Plano boxes in it, and okay. then it's got a bunch of openings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when I go out fishing now, since I don't have my own boat anymore, which I used to carry all my tackle in my boat, you know, for any kind of species, I was ready, right, for everything. Well, now... You know, if I'm going out with my son or a friend or whatever, and I'm using my son's boat, well, I, if I, we're going for bass, I just take the bass stuff. If we're going for musky, I take the musky stuff. If we're going for walleye, I take the walleye stuff. You know, I mean, I take the stuff. And so I I was always just putting in one of these, yep. like, duffel bags, you know. Well, now I, I ordered this Plano thing to stick Well, it, them in. it's always a right of spring, if you can't be out fishing, is to spend time getting your fishing stuff ready. That's always oh. fun. Yeah. It's always yeah. exciting. It is. It is. Get everything ready. Get the hooks sharpened. Who do you got, Jazz? Um, I've got Tom over at Mount Pleasant. Tom does not have a tree report. He does not have a, um, um, a what 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 other report? Anyways, is Tom's got a question for you guys. Any with his marriage? I no, no. I don't think there's marriage problems, but he does have a question All for right. you guys okay. in regards to some fishing. Tom, what's going on, man? Good morning, hey, Tom. No, it's not a marriage problem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm new to Mount Pleasant, and other than the Fox River, I like to go out and catfish with light to medium action rods. Where else in the local area that I can go to catch nice catfish? I'll tell you what, you you know one of our sponsors out there in Big Bend, um, I can't think of the name right. Armando. <laughs> Armando and Nikki. Oh, what's the name? Of, come on. Uh, River's Edge, Bait and Supply. Yes, uh, they're one of our sponsors. Uh, they advertise here on the show. Let me see if I got their phone number. They got a river right by them, and Armando can tell you. Here, I got their number. He can tell you where to go and what to use and all that stuff right out there in Big Bend, and that's not too far away from you. No, uh, not at all. You got a pencil and paper? Yes, I do. It's 262-922-0002. Okay. Call them up. Uh, Nikki or Armando will be there, and uh, they'll give you all the info you need, and you can get all your bait there, too. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you taking my call. All right. You're good welcome, luck fishing. Tom. Thanks, Tom. Stay dry, guys. Yep. Okay. Bye. We'll do. Bye now. <laughs> and who else? Yeah. 
Oh, if I can turn my mic on, I've got Jim over at the uh, Okachi Fishing Club. Oh, yeah. Ooh, got okay. some updates for you guys. Well, What's going I was on? Gonna talk about that. What's going hey, on, good Jim? morning, Jim. Hi, Tom. How are you? Yeah, how good. are you doing? Uh, yeah, Danny and I are here, and uh, I was just going to tell Danny how you guys have your uh, spring cleanup at Okachi uh, Launch. You guys That's have been doing long. that for how many years? Oh, for a long time. A man. long been, time, yeah. A long time. We we do it every year, and uh, that's tomorrow. Now, we, and you know, we, you guys, you know, before they built this new launch, launch, it seemed like there was a lot more for you guys to do to clean things up and get it ready for the season, you know? Right. Uh, is a little right. bit less now with the new launch? Right. We uh, we underwent a major project with the new launch and everything. Uh, they had We used to do trim bushes and trees and everything right. else while yeah. we were there. Now, now we don't have to do that so much. Right. But uh, today, so now you just today, sit or, now any, you just uh, sit around and drink beer. Any trees in the driveway you need me to get rid of? That's right. Well, we're we're all bundling up today because oh, yeah, today's the the kids fishing clinic. I know. And everybody and the kids should come out because we have a lot of indoor activities today too. Okay, and good. We're give, giving a lot, giving away a lot of rods and reels, that type thing. Uh, we're we're at Brown Deer uh, uh, Park and. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll have all our guys out there. I'm just getting going this morning, and that, and we'll have all our guys out there, and uh, we'll have uh, clinics every hour on the hour, starting at nine o'clock. Yeah, so. Jim. Some of these uh, we're talking with Jim. You're uh, from the Okachi Fishing Club, and uh, right. <coughs> some, <coughs> excuse me, some of these parks where the kids' fishing clinics are being held, some of them have indoor arrangements, right? That's right. Yes, mm-hmm. we we have a real nice facility at Brown Deer. And uh, it makes makes for a real comfortable day, really. That um, the DNR stocked the ponds. Uh, what did they fish. stock them with? I don't know exactly. I think usually, it... tr- usually trout and perch. Yeah, usually trout and perch. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that they grow yeah. over at the Franklin uh, uh, Correctional Institution, right? Do they still do that over there? Right. Yeah, yes, they do. Yeah, they we do. get some mo- we get some monster perch. I yeah, mean, we've had perch fourteen inches out. There. Yeah. And that it's crazy. Maybe I'll surprise. dress up as a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're all gonna we're all gonna be out there yeah. today. I'm gonna be wearing my longies and everything else, my rain suit and everything. So we're gonna have a good day. Yeah, the uh, the parents gotta dress the kids appropriately for this day. Yeah. Yes, yes, it, it's a it's a really good thing. We we have a lot of single parents that come out with their kids and everything else. It's really good. I you know it's 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 good for us too. We get to get back in touch with the kids and that and. Uh, you know, just a, it's it's a good day. Really and you good. know what? What I really like about it too is, and 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 is that you guys are are teaching the basics to the kids: hook, bobber, sinker, bait. You know, I mean, and you you would be surprised, Jim, how many people I run into during the year, like out at Smokies, that dad will have his kid out, or mom will have the kid, and. And they're just totally not set up properly, and it's no wonder why they don't catch anything. You know, they'll have like a quarter-ounce jig with a big twister tail, and they got it on a leader with a four-inch diameter bobber, and it, they wonder why they aren't catching any bluegills, you know? No, that's that's right. <laughs> and, it's, it's, it, yeah. You know, uh, me, uh, me, for example, my brother-in-law gave me uh, eight Zebco rod and reel combos. Mm-hmm. They're u- they're used, but they're very in very good shape and everything else. And I put new line on them and stuff yesterday, and I'm taking them out there, and we're going to give them away today. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I hope you have a great day. Stay warm and dry. <laughs> you bet. You <laughs> hope bet. you have a good turnout, Jim. We'll see you, Tom. Take All care. right. Bye, bye now. Bye. All right. And with that, we're going to go to a break. Coming up next is the gut report. And after the 645 break, we'll be playing... 
The Hornswoggle, brought to you by Baitmate and Coleman Insect Repellents. So stay tuned for more. We'll be right back on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Whoops. If, I'm if I can get it. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher than the food chain. Well, you were... Get in my belly. A little bit of a you, bird you box doing, over here. You were doing good enough until then. That's all right. <laughs> Put a little check mark on the board. Do you want to close it? You want to close it out there first, Bushy? No, that's no. okay. All right. The, just, you know, the, improvising, yeah. man. The gut report is brought to you by Discount I'm Liquor. Go out and remove a now, this is the a very sweet topping, folks, that uh, everybody needs a dessert every now and then. If you want to increase your blood sugar, you definitely want to try this nice sweet Trips to the topping. doctor, diabetes. That's right. And, and by the way, if you miss any of this, if you don't write it down fast enough, just go on 1057fmthefan.com and podcast our show, and you'll be able to get it. Okay, this is this is it. In a, in a frying pan, you want to melt this all up. This is four tablespoons of butter, quarter cup of white sugar, quarter cup of light brown sugar, one teaspoon vanilla, and a tablespoon of honey. You melt it all in a frying pan, and when it starts to bubble, you put in sliced either peaches, nectarines, or pears. Put that all together and then pour it over ice cream. I'm telling you, it, it'll increase your blood sugar, but, man, is it so good. <laughs> it is really good. So, you're, you're giving a look over there, Bushy. Yeah, Bushy's going yeah, like, thinking, that is. I think it's a little low on sugar, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the Gut Report is brought to you God. by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Yeah, I realized and you know, my mic was on when to, I did that. So that recipe, you can also add a little alcohol to that if you want to. Okay, so this leads me beautifully <laughs> transitions into our next topic. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think... I think the gut report ought to be sponsored by a doctor's office myself. <laughs> some okay? of these. Because some, some of these, these recipes that you're giving, <laughs> dude. Well, now, we are sponsored by liquor now. <laughs> yeah. Here's, Everybody needs a decadent dessert <laughs> every now and then. The bad news out of Great Britain is after a study of 600,000 drinkers worldwide, they're finding out that drinking takes years off your life. Um, the recommended uh, no more than two a day in the U.S., it's pretty much down to if you uh, if you have more than one drink a day, you're pretty much taking at least two years off your life. If you have more, it's like three to five years. They did this big study. It's all over the news, Tom. It's in yeah, USA yeah. Today. It's all over the place. So you virtually, but see, here's here's how I got it figured. I think I'm I've got this balance perfect, right? So like, you know, exercising adds years to your life, right? Right. Okay. So beer drinking takes years from your life. So I think I've achieved a perfect balance between the two. Now, like, I don't want to live much past 80 or so because I've noticed that everybody gets bat crap crazy at that time, <laughs> right? You, you get the dimension after all yeah, those concussions uh, I've yeah, had. I'll yeah. just be a crazy old guy running mm. around in my underwear in a nursing home somewhere. No, I'll be crawling around or in a wheelchair anyway. So I don't want to live that long. So I figure all this healthy exercise is just going to lead to me living longer than I want. So I got to cut a few years off with the beer. So that's what I'm doing now. Oh. Well, you know, years ago there was a study, not that long ago, over in France. They did a study 
of course, saying that having a glass of wine a day is actually good for you. And I've and I've read and I've even heard this uh, recently too, within the last year or two, that actually having a glass of wine a day is actually good for your system. Now, uh, I, yeah, I mean, you know, you know there's wine. always there's just always there's re- I can't see that whatever that says have more sex. Nah, I googled what is going to add longer. years to your life. What? That is what came I up. I can't. What does it say? Have more sex. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. I suppose for people that, you know, don't get exercise otherwise. Well, that's exercise. But you know, got to be in shape, you know. Get that it, book. De- it depends, though. You get the Jazz, book. you'd probably tear a meniscus. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 poor, <laughs> you're poor shape. You'll tear For God's sake. Better make sure you don't try anything too acrobatic there, buddy. When, when, I, said I, when I said I tore my meniscus rounding first base, it wasn't because mm. of softball. Oh. Yeah, you ever go catfishing, Danny? Did I we ever had that go... caller asking about catfishing. You ever do that? I mean, specifically no, go for cats? No, but it would be fun. With all the rivers that we have around here, mm-hmm. it's probably an underutilized resource. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the right-sized catfish coming for, from a you know decent river, is they're good eating, you know. Uh, I did. Uh, I fished for uh, cats up on one river one time. I can't remember. I did a show with it. But we had bells. You know, yeah, they saw uh, those, on the yeah. end of the rod. The bells you know? on the end of the rod. Yeah, that lets you know, because otherwise, you know, you're just sitting there having a beer, cutting down the years of your life, you know, talking to whoever. And, right. And you're, you're not cutting years on your go. life. You're balancing. Yeah, down. you're balancing. You're yeah. balancing. So anyway, and uh, <clears throat> up on the Fox River up in Green Bay, there's a lot of catfish up there, but you really don't want the, the real big ones there. You're not supposed to eat those. You know, the smaller ones are okay, well, but the not channel, the real big ones. Correct me if I'm wrong there, gut report <laughs> killer over there. Um, channel catfish are the ones you want to eat, right? You don't eat the flatheads or the... Channels are better than flatheads, but you can well, eat the flatheads. flatheads are kind of like the great big... Those uh, get really big, they, yeah. And they've yeah. got all kinds of junk in yeah. them from years of, you know, living in paper mill <laughs> infested... <laughs> Yeah, well the, well, the river is a lot cleaner than what it used to Stupid be. But blues. still, I wouldn't want to. Uh, blues, we don't have a lot of blues in Wisconsin. We've, I are think there we, any? I think we have. there are some, think but so? not a lot. Yeah, I think there are. Maybe the Mississippi? Probably. Stup- Wisconsin? Stupid uh, producer question here. Channel catfish, that's obviously from rivers, correct? Yeah, well, they can be in lakes, too. Okay. They can be in yeah. lakes, too. They Matter of fact, out at Lake LaBelle, they put the flatheads, are the they get really big. Uh, they put flathead catfish out in Lake LaBelle to eat the small carp because flatheads like live bait, you know. Yeah, they call it channel. You ever hear the the, the perfume Chanel? Yes. Okay. Same yes. guy who named that named the catfish. Hornswoggle. Yeah, channel. that's a hornswoggle. <laughs> that's a hornswoggle. <laughs> hornswoggle. Chanel, channel. Speaking of. It's actually the guy's brother. Yeah. yeah. But, that's uh, a you know, one time right fishing a bass tournament on the Mississippi, one of the competitors that, uh, that I knew, he caught this. Big old flathead catfish, right? I mean, this thing had to be 30 pounds. Well, they can get close to 100 pounds. Oh, they can get really big. But anyway, he caught one that was about 30 pounds, and he put it in his live well. Well, he didn't have any bass in it. So he put the flathead in his live well, and a guy from Illinois, when he was showing people it, a guy from Illinois was there, not in the tournament, just uh, some guy there watching, and he saw this big flathead. He gave him 50 bucks for that, for that flathead. Gave him fifty bucks, and that was quite a few years ago. That was a lot of I money. I don't like, think that's legal, Tom. That's like selling wild I, I game, know. fishing that wildlife. That wasn't legal. I know that it wasn't legal, and I told him at the police, time. Police, police. Yeah, but but then again, he had gas money to get home, so I would have sold it for fifty <laughs> bucks too. I, I, me too. <laughs> you better believe it. I'd be pulling a, a little catfish deal in the parking lot. That's right. Well, you know what time it is now, Danny? 
Uh, time for a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> time? That's not, not going to add yeah. years to your life. I'm going to get a drink of coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a coffee. You can have a smoke. No, I'm going to get a coffee, too. But Some it's more time, sugar. It's time for the hornswoggle. Danny's going to make three statements. You're going to say if he's a, if it's a hornswoggle, which means he's BSing you, or no hornswoggle, which means he's telling you the truth. All you got to do is get two out of three correct, and you'll win a really nice prize package from Baitmate and Coleman Insect Repellents. Just be the first caller here at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. And play the Hornswoggle with us. We'll be right back on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooters Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And uh, 799-1250 is the number for fishing reports, uh, down tree reports, anything you want to call us with later. But right now we have the Hornswoggle segment. Do we have a lucky contestant, Jazz? Hopefully we have ourselves a lucky wiener. We've got Mike over in Muskego. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey, good, Mike. Okay, good morning. So, so you know how this good works. Morning. If uh, if I'm pulling your leg, it's a hornswoggle. If I'm telling the truth, it's no hornswoggle. So here we go. We're going to stick on the fishing topic now that summer's not really here. Uh, the world record <laughs> moon-eye shad was caught by U.S. President Clarence Rutherford in 1853. No hornswoggle. That was a hornswoggle. Clarence <laughs> Rutherford. He's Come po- on, yeah, Clarence you- Rutherford was Wally's best friend on Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. My eyes couldn't go any farther in the back of my head. When you on, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's, here's good. Mo- let's talk fishing line now. Monofilament fishing line is good stuff, but you do not want to leave it uh, in your car, in the back of your car with the sun shining down upon it because it will weaken the line. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Okay, got there we okay. go. You're one out of two. One more, Mike. Come on, Mike. Oh, Make okay. it easy. Okay. No, he sure. doesn't make it okay, easy now, Listen to the question. Follow the bouncing ball carefully. Fluorocarbon. Fluorocarbon is all the rage now because it's right. nearly invisible underwater. However, the problem with it is, is it does not have the abrasion resistance of mono. It's, it's more likely to get nicked and, and cut off. Uh, boy, a lot of pressure here. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> sure. You got you got time for a lifeline here. I'm gonna say no hornswoggle. Oh, oh dang it! Ho- it's the opposite. Mm. That was a hornswoggle because it's it's actually more abrasion resistant mm. as well as invisible. But oh. dang it! Well, call try again, Mike. Give I will. Give us a call next right. week. Yeah, and thank, sure. Thanks for listening. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks Mike. for listening. I know. Yeah, yeah. Doggone it! I thought, yeah. Well, hey, you know, I, I, I want to talk about Baitmate real quick. Yeah. Uh, they do have a new line, and maybe if we have a, a lucky wiener next week, we can give them the option of instead of like the uh, attractant, maybe they can try and request one of the new Baitmate Ultra Live Soft Baits, yeah. which comes packaged. It's the closest thing to live bait without the hassle, stays flexible. It's scented with the Baitmate Fish Attractant. 
natural look and feel, no plastic, synthetics, doesn't dry out. It's uh, bio, ultimate biodegradability certified. Swim it, jig it, or drop it. And they got it in Nightcrawler, Leech, Worm, Small and Medium Minnow at Cabela's, Mills, Blaine's, Shopco, Sam's, Holiday, a lot of different places. So, um, yeah, bait mate, soft baits. We'll have to try it, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, Molly will have to send us some, right? Well, maybe, okay. Oh, that would be great for when the bluegills are in, in the shore by, by you. Where you can just stand on the deck and maybe, catch them one uh, after another. Maybe I'll send an email to yeah. uh, Molly expressing the fact that, that there was no lucky wiener this week. Yeah. But perhaps we, we could can be the request yeah. some of the stuff to go out and see how it works ourselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they've still got their you know their line of, uh, of um, bait mate fish attractants, the classic, the max. They got the dip. Uh, they've got the bite stick, which is the one that I like, Tom. It's like a, it's like chapstick. It's for trolling. Mainly. Yeah. It's like, it's like trolling. chapstick, but you can just kind of rub it on the side of your hard baits. And yeah. I put it on my, on my slammer crankbaits, which is another great product out there. All that Smokey's musky bait and tackle. You know what I was doing this past week? I was repricing all the slammers. I had to take all the price tags off and put new price tags on. Well, they are. Ooh. You're probably raising the price because those things are great baits. Bill does a great job with those things, and they get better every year, yeah. and they catch a lot of fish. Yeah, and also I want to make sure that everybody knows that uh, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop on Pewaukee Lake, their official opening is going to be April 28th. Now, that same day is the mistake on the lake. That's where you can come. They're going to have special deals on stuff that's in the store. They're going to be cooking some brats and hot dogs and whatever. And if you want to set up a table to sell stuff, you want to come out and buy stuff, there's always a lot of people selling and buying and doing stuff like that. You know, it's kind of like a rummage sale in a way. But the reason it's called Mistake on the Lake is because the very first time we had it, John had this great idea, John Lehman that is, had this great idea to have this like rummage sale on the opening day of uh, of the bait shop, and uh, it rained. And he says, "Boy, that was a big mistake." And it just came to be mistake on the lake. And uh, and as a matter of fact, over the how long has it been going on now, Dan? Eight nine years. Yep. Eight nine ten years, something like that. Something I think like that. Out of the eight years, I think it's rained six of them. Even longer. I think it may be longer, longer, but it's rained. I think there's two times it did not rain or, or not nasty weather. Only twice. It's Otherwise, days like right now. Yeah, it, it'd be a day right like now. today. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a day like today. And uh, so, folks, I just want to remind you of that mistake on the lake. You got stuff to fishing, sell. Fishing tackle. We yeah. were talking earlier, Tom, about getting all the gear ready. It's yeah, spring right yeah, now. And, you yeah. know, this year when I was getting gear ready. It's not like the disaster it normally was. I've kept things more organized where I really don't have to do well, much. Your living room, you got this you got these racks like people use for drying clothes, but you got these racks full of lures hanging there. Chicks like it. <laughs> yeah, chicks don't like rip it. Don't on me. So anyway, you got a you got a whole tackle shop in your living room. Yes, I do, my friend, and it's a beautiful sight. So, I ordered a new rod, Tom. Yeah. Now, you know some guys like to Sometimes you have people that can't cast a bait caster, so right. they got a spinning rod for yeah. muskies. Now, you had that one old pool cue one that yeah. you 
sold for ten bucks a couple of years ago. But they don't make they had two of them. Yeah, you, you don't. Yeah. Nobody uses a five six foot pool no. cue spinning rod anymore. No. Now uh, there are some places that have sold them. I know Raleigh and Helen's has normally had. I think maybe Saint Croix one made one that was fairly decent. Mm-hmm. Or, but I'll tell you what, this year, what'd you get? I branched out and I thought outside the box, Tom. Okay. I thought uh, uh, saltwater surf casting. How and long I went, is this rod? And, no, no, I didn't go crazy, dude. <laughs> okay. okay. I got a, I went thought pen, and I think pen is one of the most underrated, underrated products out there. I mean, they've got reels that have been used for trolling on Lake Michigan for years. Forever. They're, they're like bulletproof. Yeah. So I got a pen battalion rod. Now, they they make them, the biggest for the battalion is actually eight feet, Tom. Okay. And it's rated, rated one to four ounces. It's graphite. It's fast action. So when I clicked on the button and ordered, you can go online to order these, folks. So you can go to all the pure fishing pro, uh, products, and then you go to the bottom and click shop our brands, and you can go right to the next door. Um, basically, I clicked on the wrong button, and I got the seven-foot shipped to me this week. I wanted the eight-foot, but you know what? I think you're better off with the seven. I like the seven. I think and you're better it's, off. It's, it's solid, rated one to four ounces, because I've bought other spinning rods that were like catfish rods rated for one to four ounces, and they're soft and flimsy because they're fiberglass. Right. This is as solid as any good musky rod, St. Croix seven-foot yeah. rod from 10 years ago. What? What reel are you going to put on I'm it? I'm going to put a Shimano Sedona on it. Now, I, I, I wanted to get the pen. Pen makes one, the new one. It's 9.4 ounces, and it's, uh, you know, that would have cost me, I think it's like $165 for that. But I went a little bit cheaper, and I got the... Uh, I got The, the uh, Sedona's okay, though. The Shimano Sedona reel. is 10.4 ounces, yeah. and it has a drag rated at 25 pounds now. Okay. So yeah. you can put a pretty good, uh, you know, oh, get yeah. enough line I, on I'll there. It's like a big fi- enough I'll reel. I'll put some 50-pound spider wire yeah. stealth on there. Yeah. And I'm going to go out there and use that spinning rod myself as because yeah. you get tired with the bait caster. I never get tired of that. Yeah, I do, too. I, 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 I like to mix it up. you got to work different <laughs> right. muscles, Tom. That's why you're tearing stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, or folks, we got, we got to go to a break. But I just want to let you folks know that Lori Scherf did show up in the studio. She is now here, and we will be talking to her in the second hour of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. And we now have Christian Jaskulski with your sports update. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the why. And visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.